Hi everyone, welcome to Dear Death episode four. Um, today I've got a special guest with me, so I'm going to get her to introduce herself in a moment. But basically, we're just going to have a conversation about grief and how um, she's been finding it and how I've been finding it, and just maybe share some tips. Maybe you guys will get one or two tips on how to handle grief, this horrible feeling and this horrible pain. So yeah, I'm just going to get Ellie to introduce herself, and then we'll make a start. Hello, yeah, I'm Ellie, um, but I also go by like Eleanor Grace Ham, which is um, my work name. Uh, yeah, I'm a director, um, so I work in music videos and like brand content. Um, I met Dion through like Henrietta, who is both of our best friends, but Henrietta, like I've known since primary school, and then Dion has known her since like uni. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess we've both probably spoken about grief to Henrietta, and she's like, Let's set you guys up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> thanks, Emria. No, thank you. <laughs> right. So I'm going to get you to um, talk about your grief. Mm-hmm. So who you've actually lost. And so the audience know why we're here. Um, but yeah. Do you want to yeah, tell us a little so, bit about that? Um, I lost my dad when I was like 16. Um, it was really sudden. We only found out he had cancer for like three weeks. And then he like passed. Um, and then also like this summer, I lost my granddad and my nan, which were like, they were older. I was actually prepared for that. Um, and like they'd been ill for a while kind of thing. Um, but my dad was the first person that I'd ever lost. So, um, that one just like, hit. yeah, that one just hit, wasn't prepared. Like, like honestly, when I got told that he had cancer, I was like, oh, he'll be fine. Like he'll survive. It's like my dad. Do you How know old were you? I was 16 like literally yeah. just turned 16 so um my birthday's like end of July he must have found out they had cancer like middle of August and then he literally like passed away like September um wow and I'm guessing yeah. you're doing your GCSEs then I just you? finished my GCSEs and at that point I so I chose to live with my dad from year nine to year 11 um just because like I want like I wanted to like and all of that stuff um, and Oh, your parents were separated. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they like separated when I was like nine. Um, and I loved living with my mum. And then I went and lived with my dad for a bit. To like, I don't know, in my mind, I was like, I want to make it equal. Um, but I'm actually really glad that I did because then you, you got know, to spend some time. It actually meant that I had like my teenage years with my dad, and then he obviously passed when I was like sixteen. So I was ridiculously close to my dad. So like, um, compared to I guess most people have their like you know in society a like a girl and their dad like I literally had like a very solid relationship with him because I lived with him from the age of 13 to 16 um and then at 16 I got into the Brit school so I was moving back in with my mum to go to the Brit school um so yeah I just finished my GCSEs like that was like you know 2015 you know that summer where everyone was like that was the best summer yeah. you know that was very like coming of age blah blah blah, blah and like and you couldn't um, relate yeah and like well at that point I honestly didn't take his illness seriously like obviously I was like oh he's sick but I just didn't think like he's gonna die like it was never a thought in my mind um and he, like and I think that was the thing that I found the hardest part of my healing was like my naivety and my forgiveness to myself because I was just so like he's going to be fine he's going to be fine yeah. and then he wasn't fine I guess that's normal because like with your parents they're the people that brought you here like you would never here. think you and would lose the them yeah, yeah you're the strongest and then also my dad being my dad mm-hmm. he was literally like 
the epitome of like strength foundation like stability like do you know what I mean yeah. I was very spoiled as well like my dad spoiled me he, like I was his only child um so yeah I was like spoiled right like whatever I wanted I got like kind of wow. thing um yeah. And at least you had that good relationship yeah, with yeah, him yeah. and like he was spoiled yeah, you you've got all these memories thing. to think of him yeah, yeah. so um yeah well, it, like when I think like when I deep it I'm just like wow like I'm so lucky to have those memories because so many people don't have those yeah. memories that stability from like a man in their life like growing up so I think that was also one of the things that then affected me so much was that I had this amazing man and then it just like was nothing and it was you know and then like just on his like once I actually realized how ill he was yeah. was like I didn't recognize him because he wasn't the epitome of strength and he wasn't the epitome of being a caregiver it was like he was so ill that he literally didn't know who he was yeah. or whatnot like you know um so yeah that was that kind of thing I can imagine that must have been hard because 16 you're so young like you can never be ready to lose a parent but 16 yeah I, and I like literally when I say it, I started a new a brand new school in wow. within like two weeks he passed away like I didn't have any friends there like like, like I didn't have a relationship with my teachers at that point like wow. and Brit was always my dream school so I was just focused on being the best dancer like I wasn't actually thinking about like my dad at that point I was just thinking about myself yeah. kind of thing. and like at that point I'd moved back in with my mum so my dad lived in Canterbury so I just didn't realise like how ill he was and, and also to top it off I had like got my phone stolen at a house party within no. those like first two weeks. Um, so yeah. I literally wasn't having like daily contact with him like the same way that I would. So I just didn't realise like how ill he was yeah. um, until basically he got married like nine days before his um before his oh, wow. uh, before he died. Um and that was kind of like when I realised like, oh, he's dying kind of thing yeah. because like everyone was like it was literally like me my stepmom my granddad and like my nan and then my stepmom's like parents as well no one else was there and even like the registrar registrar whatever yeah. was who was doing the ceremony she was even crying because she realized like how deep it yeah, is like, like it this is the end marriage. yeah this was literally them going we're getting married regardless before like, you leave yeah before you leave um and at that point, yeah, I had to take a day off for it. And, like, I'm just, like, Woo-hoo, this is amazing. And, like, even on his, like, wedding day, like, he wasn't happy. Like, he was just down. I imagine, down yeah. and, like, having to try and hide it. And I think that was when I really deep, like, he was so ill. Um, and then, yeah, the day that he actually, like, passed away was actually, like, the first day that I was, was going to see him, like, in nine days since that wedding day. And it was just, I was meant to just go see him, but because he was so ill, he had to be rushed into hospital the night before. Yeah. So then, like, my godfather had to take me down to see him in hospital, and everyone, like, had literally come down to, like, say their goodbyes. And I was just, like, wasn't prepared for it whatsoever. Like, I I guess you can never be prepared for these things, to be honest. I I wasn't at all, though, but, like, (laughs) he was put in, like, a little room in this hospital, and it was literally, like, it was, like, a, a room of death like do you know what I mean yeah. like you could just feel the sadness like as you walk down the corridor you could just feel already like the grief like coming in yeah because on that last day he couldn't even like talk or anything and there was no communication like I didn't actually get to have a conversation of goodbye to my dad because he just couldn't physically talk yeah so did you witness um, him until like it was yeah, the was end like when he stopped breathing like, and stuff yeah as in like I was holding his hand when he like passed oh, away my goodness. Like, 
yeah and I feel like now like I am such a touchy-feely person yeah. and like yeah like I do I know now I really do have a big fear of loss kind that of thing. must be a very like traumatic experience yeah, yeah. to now I think witness I'm, like, your so parents. Bloody yeah because like to witness your parent literally like like having their last hands. breath and yeah. like this is it like yeah. and you're right there yeah. yeah yeah I can imagine that must have been very difficult yeah it was honestly like I'm so glad that I was there for like till the last second the end, yeah but one like it, it, it's a lot of trauma and then like you don't yeah like it's horrible literally can just like you felt I felt his body go cold like do you yeah. know what I mean like I felt from him living but he wasn't really living because he just couldn't like he, he was just existing I guess yeah and then to him actually passing um it was crazy and like that was one of my things with my granddad was that I was like I actually don't want to ever be in that situation again like I don't actually want to be there when it happens to my granddad or to my nan like I would rather just get a phone call and just say they're gone passed away, yeah. like, peacefully whereas like I mean at least with my dad he was literally surrounded by like all the people that he loved and like considered like you know yeah. his true loves kind of thing but yeah like, I guess in a way to, that's yeah. good for him in terms of like he had a good send-off because all his like you know you were there all his family was there yeah. and everyone that loved him was yeah. there but I guess for the people that are left behind it's like traumatic because yeah. that's something that you always remember for the rest of your life like yeah. that moment you literally said goodbye to your parent right in front of yeah. you and it's like even small things now like I always say I love you to people because you actually don't know when the last time like that could be the last time you say it because the last conversation that I did have with my dad was on his wedding day and like you know that I wish that wasn't the last conversation I had with him I was probably complaining about like how hard Brit was or like how hard dance training was I wasn't actually taking in like that was my last conversation with him kind of thing um I guess that's the thing with grief in it like you just never know like you just not like no one's ever prepared for it it just hits you and it's like oh my goodness how do you even do this but let's talk about when you said like you know you you're 16 you're in school you took a day off school but like how was that going back to school and like having to like and obviously everyone (laughs) around you they still have their parents like like I'd made friends obviously but that like they're still my best friends now who actually like supported me through that time but like what are you meant to do in that situation like how are you meant to like care for someone that you've literally known for two weeks um yeah like I didn't really have a relationship with my teachers at that point like by the end I had a really strong relationship with my teachers um yeah and like I wanted to go in the next day and my mum was like you're not allowed to go in like you need at least like a day off and I was just like I really want to go in I really want to go in like just to distract myself really like that I just I just didn't know how to react like I I hadn't even lost like a pet at that point like do you know what I mean I hadn't even lost a dog or anything like um so yeah I I took one day off and then I went in the next day and um I still even say this to like my like one of my best friends who you know was really there for me in that time like one of the sweetest things that she did like only knowing me for like two weeks um she just bought me like a Lola's cupcake like do you know what I mean like and she just did like that's my friend Camera like she just didn't know um, what, to do, what to do but she just wanted to show to a gesture that yeah. I am thinking about this and yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and like I'm here for you kind of thing like, and wish she was so young as well yeah, that's exactly. so thoughtful of her yeah, because exactly. when you're that young like you don't know what to do yeah, like, like even now no one knows how to like help anyone with yeah, grief now obviously like I'm not a mum but like when I think like about like when I'm a mum like how would I even advise like yeah. 
my like my my daughter or whatever to then support a friend that they've literally known for two weeks. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. And I think that's the hard thing about grief because people don't talk about it a lot. Yeah. So. Like, how is anyone meant to know how to support someone? But then the person that's grieving, you're also frustrated because you're like, where is everyone? Like, I'm literally going through the worst thing here. Like, can anyone say hi? Can anyone just give me a Lola's cupcake? Like, whatever it is, like, where is everyone? I think that's why it's so difficult. Yeah, and then, like, another girl, Jada, like, she just didn't even say anything. She just hugged me, and she just hugged me for, like, ages. And she was like, I'm here. But, like, that was honestly, like, the the thing I needed most. I'm like... I, I post I like I posted it on Facebook that he had passed away because I hoped that people from school would have seen that he'd passed away. Yeah. So I didn't have to tell people. Yeah. Um and I still did have to tell someone because someone was like came up to me from the year above like, Oh, where were you yesterday? Like kind oh, of thing. No. Oh no. And I remember being like, Oh, my dad passed away and he was like I'm so sorry. Like, it's so like, awkward, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, like I do sometimes love like social media because yeah. like you can communicate things. So like you can communicate, so when you need to communicate yeah. what you're going through. Um and like just saying like this has happened without having to then tell like yeah. you know, three hundred people like that post or whatever or like have seen that post. So at least like then at least three hundred people are aware of it rather yeah. than like you literally have to tell everyone and I just remember like um like the first time that I'd like danced like it was literally like it was a contemporary dance class which I think was probably the best thing possible because like that's very like emotive and stuff like that and like we were just literally like rolling around on the floor but um I just remembered like that that brought me a lot of peace in that time kind of thing um I literally remember like it was like to London Grammar and all of that stuff and then like we had a workshop in the afternoon and I just remember like dancing we had to like go in in smaller groups and I could just feel everyone was just looking at me like how is she here how did that make you feel that everyone was looking at you and like this thing that just happened to you this traumatic thing I think I was just a bit like I just need to I just need to get through this I just need to get through this I just need to get through this um yeah and I think I just remember just feeling like I wanted to burst into tears like afterwards and like I don't know like and I felt like really vulnerable and at that point I didn't actually like vulnerability like I didn't realize like how much of a strength it was yeah now I was like a 23 year old like I understand how much how much beauty there is in vulnerability but at that point that just felt like I was being weak yeah and like you know I would like yeah I, I, I just didn't really understand that emotion like you know, I didn't understand the emotion of grief. I didn't understand the emotion of vulnerability. I didn't understand the emotion of like self love. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So I think that's the thing with grief because do you ever get to understand it? Like, do you ever actually get to understand your? Would you say now you understand your emotions? You know when you're gonna, you know yeah. how to handle them yeah, and stuff like, like that. I've, I'm starting to like understand and navigate them. Okay. But even like just doing this podcast and I'm like now thinking about all the memories, I'm like, yeah. raw, like this is bringing up a lot for me. Yeah, right I now. can like, imagine. Yeah. Kind of but I'm just like, because I can normally like really talk about it quite like I talk about it quite casually. Like I am very like open about it I do always say like oh like my dad passed away when I was 16 and when people like I'm sorry I'm like it's fine like yeah you know I've gotten used to it at that point like or would you say um, you're getting used to it or is it just like your front of like not wanting to I think I'm just like I don't know like I've I've accepted it yeah I mean but it's just like but grief can come up at different points and grief can be triggered by different things like 
I've actually started to notice that I don't actually really like big like celebration days because oh it just makes goodness. me sad because I'm like yeah oh, I want I wish dad could be here like I, I graduated from my master's I literally saw that I was about yeah. to say that your graduation yeah. I related to that so much because when I graduated it was actually the worst day yeah. of my life yeah but it's actually meant to be the most yeah. amazing yeah, day yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah. because it's the day that me and my mom would speak about yeah it was like what's the point of this day yeah. like what's actually the point of me even wearing this gown right now yeah. if the person I was doing this for yeah isn't even here to witness yeah. it yeah. so when I saw your story I was like oh my goodness like and yeah like, really. that's like another part of grief that no one actually talks about yeah. is like yeah like I actually felt so sad on my graduation yeah. because I was just like my dad would be so proud like he obviously didn't know that I was ever going to do a master's, yeah. like, the fact that I'm doing You've that, done it, like, yeah. He'd be like, oh, my God. Like, he was literally my biggest supporter. Like, obviously, I'm still grateful that my mum and my sister were there. Yeah. And, like, I had friends there and stuff like that. But, like, I just felt so emotionally drained that whole day because I was just, like, filled with sadness of grief yeah. kind of thing. Um, and I think that's the thing. Like, there's always going to be moments it hits you regardless because, like, you're, you lost your dad when you are 16. Yeah. And now that's like what seven to eight years yeah, later, yeah, yeah. but you're still experiencing it, yeah, and I'm still fresh yeah. to it. But yeah. it's always going to be there. Like when you get married, like you're going to yeah, be thinking, "This is the." I literally like. Yeah, like, I was like, literally watching like, um down the aisle, like yeah, you're I, gonna be I'm thinking struck down by myself. Exactly, like, I don't want to have anyone else give me. Yeah, I was watching um Love Is Blind. I don't yeah. know if you've watched it. And it. one of the last episodes, one of the girls, she lost both of her parents when she was young. I think around your age. Yeah. So she was crying on that day because she was like, "Well, this is the day that actually meant to be here. This is the day that every parent look forward to yeah. to witness their daughter or their son getting yeah. married." And I'm not even getting to experience that. So on the wedding day, she had two chairs at the front and she just put mum and dad. And I was like, wow, like, yeah. Because I'm crying right now. I was literally crying no, for hours because yeah. I was like, wow, like, yeah. this is something that I've not even experienced yet, but it's waiting for me to experience. Yeah. And I think that's something that, like, you know, when I get to that point, I would really need a lot of patience and love and support from, like, my partner. Yeah. Like, and, yeah, um, that's so true because yeah. she was even saying that on the um, on Love is Blind that she needs a partner that's, like, going to accept who she is yeah, now yeah, because yeah. grief you're literally in a complete different world yeah. to everyone else like, now. I am so emotionally mature than as a 23 year old like I yeah. felt like as soon as that happened to me I grew up like yeah. I wasn't like a normal 16. It forces like, you to literally get yeah, up it, and grow up. Yeah it yeah. forces you to grow up because I don't feel like no one should actually feel these emotions until they're like grounded as a human and yeah. as an adult. So like it literally forced me to be like, you're dealing with so many adult mature emotions right yeah. now, rather than like allowing yourself to be a teenager and make yeah. mistakes and all of that stuff. Because like, yeah, after my dad's death, like my mental health like derailed completely. I can imagine. Like, I just spiraled down. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, I, I like I don't drink now, and the main reason is because I had a really bad experience because I just kept ignoring my mental health and just drinking. I kept yeah. drinking, and every night I'd be like, I'm really down, I'm really depressed. I mean, like yeah. I'd even like a bit like I'm really suicidal to my friends. And then that's start, amazing yeah. that you're able to like pick that up about yourself and say, yeah. you know what, I'm starting to use drinking. Well, I didn't basically. Yeah. I had a really bad spiral, and um, like I had a really bad event. I like reading. And like, I basically had a breakdown and then, like, you know, attempted to, like, commit suicide. Oh, like, my goodness. Um, but, yeah, and I obviously came home and my mum was just like, if you want to go back to uni, you need to, one, stop drinking and you need to get you into therapy ASAP, yeah. like, basically. Um, and then, like, 
and it was basically because I I refused to go to therapy from the age of 16 to 19 and deal with like my actual like grief um because I was like I'm fine I'm fine I'm fine because I was still like exceeding like I was like I was still succeeding like I was still doing great yeah like I was I I moved into all of my top sets at Brit I got into dream university like I was like I was in national youth dance company like I was excelling as a person in my career and all of that stuff but like my personal life was going the complete opposite way I I think Um, that's the thing like I don't blame you because I feel like when you experience such a traumatic experience in your life your immediate I guess thought is to like let me just pretend everything is okay let me just keep going but you can only do that for a little while at some point like your body and your like your mental health will start to say well like I can't do this babe like I know we'll be trying to keep it going I knew all of that stuff but the only time I'd be truthful was when I would drink and then I would cause a lot of drama because then all of my friends get concerned about my like about me yeah um and then yeah and then I'd admit like that I was feeling this down and then the next day they'd try and talk to me and they'd be like Ellie you said this and I'd be like I didn't like you're lying like don't worry I'm fine kind of thing so yeah, but like getting sober really made me finally deal with my grief. I don't feel like I actually grieved my dad's death until I was nineteen, because mm-hmm. I felt like from like sixteen to nineteen, I was just existing. I was just like going yeah. with the wind, yeah, surviving. I, I was surviving. Yeah. I was actually surviving. Yeah. Like um, I wasn't living. Like whereas now I can say, as a sober twenty-three-year-old who is actively working through grief, I do live the life that I want to live. Like That's I actually so love good. my life. Oh, like kind of thing. Like. And if I said if if like I said that to sixteen year old me or whatever or like depressed me, I'd probably be like shut up. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like I've literally become everything that I took the mick out of, like sober, vegan, yeah. like that is, that's so good though. Like, taking the mick yeah. out of, I've become now, but I guess that was my own like insecurities at the time projecting. Yeah. Um So if you were to give someone a tip out there that's like still early on grieving, for example, myself. Yeah. And now you're like seven, eight years on. What would, what, would, yeah. what would your tip? I mean, my main thing anyway is like everyone should go to therapy, whether they've lost someone or whatnot. Like everyone in society at some point should go to therapy to reflect on how they react to things. Yeah. Um, that is funny you say that because as soon as I lost my mum, mm. I was like, I need therapy. Yeah, like it's I, crazy whereas, because whereas I refused therapy because both of my parents were like mental health specialists. Oh, and I was like, in okay. denial. like I was like, I'm fine. Because yeah, my I don't need it. it. Yeah, I don't need it. Like, the funny thing is, I was like that as well. So before yeah. I lost my mum, I was like, why would you go to therapy? Like, do you really yeah. need to do that? Yeah, Just talk yeah, to yeah. your friends, talk yeah. to God. Like, it's all yeah. good. As soon as I lost my mum, I was like, I need to go therapy yeah. because if I'm not gonna speak to anyone about this, yeah, then I can only imagine where it's gonna take me. Yeah. Like, yeah, and I was like, yep. Yeah, Let's yeah, get, see, and I, it's the I, best thing yeah. I've probably ever done for myself so like my main tip is for anyone like I'm literally like you should go to therapy yeah. like whether it's through grief or like you just want to understand yourself or you yeah. just want to understand why you react to things like I know now like the reason why I react to things like with dating with men yeah. and like you know why I always say I love you to people yeah. as I leave is That's because so true, yeah. of the things that you went through the trauma like it's literally like a trauma response yeah. like you know you're in survival mode um so like my tip is literally go to therapy and find a therapist for you as well because I think a lot of people think like oh I've gone to therapy but like was that therapist actually working with you like yeah as an adult now I've gone through three therapists like do you know what I mean like I'm my third therapist as an adult like since my dad's death what made what made you realize that this is a good therapist for me and this is a bad one like I think like the one that I went to when I was at university I actually really loved her and like we did a lot of like play therapy um 
and like she was really good and I honestly like would be like this isn't a good therapy session unless I was crying kind yeah. of thing um and at the time when I was doing that I was actually doing a show about my mental health when I was about my dad's death like and how oh. my mental health like declined and I was suicidal and yeah. like all of that stuff so that was a therapy process within itself and I generally don't think I could have created a piece of work that was so good or um that's why special because yeah. that was also like dedicated to your yeah, dad and like, like the I whole journey really, I didn't get a say on his funeral or anything like that so for me that kind of felt like a really big grieving process for me to like oh, really and, like, okay um all of that stuff so, yeah um that's interesting yeah. you say that that you didn't get a say so that's something that yeah, you're I mean, grieving that's like my relationship yeah. with like my stepmom but that's a different yeah I get you okay yeah um and I guess like I guess like the issue was that because I was 16 I wasn't being treated like an adult at that point because I wasn't an adult but then but you were feeling I, like I you're an adult because of what you've just gone through yeah through. so I guess like if I was ever in that situation again or I was observing that situation like you know god forbid like that happens to any of my friends children's or whatever I would be like you need to treat them with openness and like treat them ask them how they want to be treated do they want to be involved do they not want to be involved because like some people be like actually I don't want to be involved in this that's true yeah or some people go actually I want this to be a goodbye yeah kind of thing so for me that show 16 felt like a goodbye because like you know the programming was all pictures of my dad and like the show wasn't actually about him it wasn't about him it was about my like life after him okay so then there was small touches that I added in like yeah the program being filled with pictures of him or like the song that they bowed to was like a song that reminded me of my dad like one of my dad's favorite songs do you know what I mean yeah so, um do you do that but, often like do things that uh, like honor well, your dad or yeah like I have a like I went to Coldplay this year okay um, by I think I saw that in your story yeah, yeah I went to Coldplay by myself this year in August and like it was actually in Wembley so like around the oh, corner wow. yeah so that's the last time I was actually in this area and um I literally bought a ticket went by myself and that was honestly one of the most like that was honestly the most connected I felt to my dad in the whole seven years of oh, wow. because like Coldplay was his favorite band it's also my favorite band and like yeah like, did I, you go I, by yourself I just went by myself because I was just like my friends would be like it's fine Ellie, I'll come with you but yeah. I was like I actually don't want anyone to come with me like I want this to be my own memory with him and like I literally was like you know this is like bare hippie spiritual of me but like I, I I was just like envisioning him like dancing at the top of the arena like oh. to the music and I could just feel his energy and presence yeah. kind of thing and like that was honestly one of the most like therapeutic like beautiful healing things like I was just crying but I was like crying happiness because it was like I felt like I was actually really with him at yeah. that point um That's... I feel like I've had that many moments like that with where I felt so connected to him what about dreams um, do you have a dream about him or yeah well one one time I had like um because at university where we did dance like my contemporary teacher was really like hippie um so like once a week on a Friday we had like meditation classes yeah um and one time I had like a um like a meditation dream about him and like it was itchy like we were flying in the air and like um he was like looking after me and like protect like he was being my guardian yeah. angel um, how do you feel yeah. every time you have a dream about him and you wake up like for example that dream yeah like I was like hysterically crying like yeah. but I was like crying for ages but I was just like I need to let it out I need to let it yeah. out and so like when that happens to me I've really learned to let it out rather than just hold it in like okay. I'm like that was such a beautiful thing yeah. like, I'm so glad that I got to experience that yeah. like, I'm like 
when can I experience that again? Again, like, yeah. I think like that's something I find difficult personally. Like when I have dreams about my parents or like one of them, mm-hmm. when I wake up, it literally just ruins the whole day. Yeah. And I guess I've got work. Like I usually have work in the next hour. Like I need to get ready. I need to get out. So I never even have the time to actually like deep the yeah. dream that I've just had. But it's there at the back of my head that like my mom was just there. At least you saw her, but she's not here. Like this is not the reality anymore. Yeah. And I just struggle to like. Yeah, I think like. For me, luckily, that was on, like, a Friday afternoon, and that was, like, I didn't have anything else to do for the rest of the day, so, like, I could just, like, really ground myself, but I haven't really had that many dreams, like, while I'm sleeping, because I don't really have that many dreams. Like, oh, okay, in general, you don't yeah, really dream a yeah. lot, okay. But, like, I do, t- like, when I'm going for walks or something, like, sometimes I'll, like, just talk to him, like, kind of thing. Um, I don't really tell people that because I just I don't. Know I like that. Yeah. I do that. So I talk to yeah. myself a lot. Yeah. I'll like, I'll be saying as if I'm saying it to my mom, like yeah. mom, like this happened today. Like yeah. I'm so annoyed. But then I never do it for too long because yeah. that's to make me upset. Because I'm like yeah. she's actually not here. Because yeah. I would rather just call her and be like, yeah. this is what's happening in my life. Yeah. Like, what do I do? Yeah. 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 Like there's nothing more that I wish for is just to like have a have a phone call. Just yeah. Yeah. Just to like hear his voice and like sometimes like I actively like practice like hearing him saying my name oh, okay. because like I don't want to ever forget that memory yeah like, I never want to forget like what his voice sounds yeah. like because like I don't actually have any like re- like as a teenager this is another thing like now like I take loads of videos and pictures because yeah. like I don't actually have that many videos or pictures of him oh, okay. like because like at that point you know you're still I young I to be fair. Thing, yeah. do you know what I mean like now it's more now that people take a lot of videos yeah, and stuff like yeah, that yeah it's accessible so yeah. like now I really do like try and take a lot of pictures and videos and like um, do you ever go back to the videos and pictures that you have like yeah, the little they have to yeah. still yeah I, like at the like my phone cover has literally always been a picture of me him my yeah. mom and my sister like even though we weren't like a family together when he died like it's still nice to have it, that yeah like they were literally like they are the people that I love and care about the most kind of thing yeah um and I, like everyone knows like I've like I think everyone actually in my friendship circle have clocked that I've never changed my like background like it has always it's always like, been the if, same even if my phone's changed it's always been the same background really okay yeah. does that not trigger you anyway like when you look on your phone you're like mm. I've got used to it now but I think I would feel really angry or like triggered if I had ever changed mine okay that's like your personal thing that you have like yeah. I would never change yeah, that yeah, for them yeah, yeah. yeah. okay like, I don't know like yeah if anything it kind of brings me a bit of peace I guess um, yeah like yeah like there's literally nothing more than like it yeah. it would, like a hug a conversation just hearing his voice like yeah because actually I don't have anything where I can actually hear I have a lot of pictures but I don't actually have any videos yeah so I guess I wish I could just had something where I actually heard his voice yeah I get you um, but I think I'd probably like burst into tears yeah because kind of I have that and yeah I do it once in a while like the days when it really hits me because I have days when it really hits like you know yeah. when it's like shit like my yeah. parents really aren't here yeah. and I really deep in I'm like I can't be here like yeah. why am I here if they're yeah. not here and that's those are the days I go on my whatsapp because I hope they never delete that yeah. because yeah. if they do then I'm screwed but yeah. I always go on there listen yeah. to my mum's voice notes yeah. when she's like pray for me or like my dad like yeah. when you say like oh like how are you like I miss you or something like that and it really breaks my heart yeah. like when I listen to it I'm like Rah, I will yeah. never hear this again. Like yeah. I'm listening to something that's so old. Yeah. Like you, you aren't here. Like I would rather just literally pick up my my phone and just call you and listen to that. But yeah, I don't know. Grief yeah. is just such a horrible, it's, and it's so hard confusing to get on. thing. Like, there's so many different parts to it. Like 
yeah yeah we've discussed like the initial grief and now we've discussed like the middle grief and we've discussed like now seven years on the grief that still comes up yeah. like do you know what I mean yeah like, um there's so many parts and it literally can come up at any point like when I lost my granddad this year it was so triggering because I was just like I don't want my mental health to spiral yeah and be back to where it was like when I when I lost my dad and literally one of my best friends had to be like Ellie I know this is really triggering, but just remember you're not the same person who you were, like, when you lost oh, your dad. Like, so good that you've she... worked so hard on yeah. yourself. Like, you're not going to go back to where you were. Yeah. And I think that's what you need sometimes, right? Just, like, people to remind you that this is not the end. Like, yeah. it may feel like the end. Because yeah. it does feel like the end. But the reality is it's not. People yeah. like are dying literally every yeah. single day. Yeah. People will die from COVID yeah. and you're leaking all these cases and these yeah. deaths. But until it happens to you, obviously, you don't really know. Yeah. But it's just good to have people to remind you that, like, it's cool. Like, Yeah, and, I, like, I really do believe that, like, my dad is with me still, like, in yeah. some, like, spirit. And, yeah. like, I mean, I practice Buddhism, so, like, life is meant, like, Buddhism practicing is, like, life is eternal. So, like, yeah. you go into your next reincarnation or whatever. But I do generally feel like I'm very protected by yeah. him. Or, like, the amount of situations that I've been in, I'm like, something's just gone wrong. Yeah. Like, something like I feel like something that. should have gone yeah. wrong. Like, I should have gone missing or like yeah you know that's so true I should have been attacked at that yeah. you know what I mean but I like, get you. I've literally been like unprotected yeah or, like, I think that's the one thing I love about it it probably yeah. sounds crazy but that's the one thing I love about death like when you lose a parent because you still feel them there like yeah. I like every time I look to like for example when my mom passed away and then my dad passed away like just witnessing my own strength even though I don't always believe I'm strong the fact that I'm even here and I'm able yeah. to carry on I'm like there must be something that's looking yeah, after yeah. me out there do you know what yeah. I mean there must be something that's like waking me up each day even yeah. when I really don't want to wake up even when I feel like I just can't be bothered with life that thing that's keeping me going that thing that's making me you know giving me the strength to even apply for a job yeah. thinking yeah. okay where am I living next that just all those things happening just makes me feel like there's something yeah. out there and, and it must I, be my yeah, parents think like this is what I say to people like when people pass I think it's because they've taught you everything that they can physically on yeah earth. that's true but now they have to teach you spiritually mm. and it's about wow. like, like that's really like how I really view it like my dad at that time had taught me everything that he physically could as a dad and now it was like he was still going to be here to guide and protect me and and you know teach me but like it was just going to be through a different method yeah kind of that's thing. so like, true and I do believe that like when people pass away the time has come yeah. as much as like you don't want to believe that you don't want to accept that that's probably yeah. the reality like you said that like, their deed is done on this earth they've taught you everything they can and now yeah, it's like, like even like when my granddad passed like that was the thing that I always like say like I'm so thankful yeah. that like he lived for enough like for another seven years because my granddad was, was 93 my wow. dad was 63 wow you know what I mean? yeah. like so it like that really showed to me like you could actually go at any like at any time like yeah. you know what I mean like my dad obviously you know that's quite young retrospectively I yeah think, but very you know, young that is yeah, very young yeah, yeah. but like we, like when you do feel like we could go at any point yeah, kind of thing. That's so but true. the goal is I guess to live a long life like my granddad yeah he was 93 um but I'm always so grateful that my granddad was able and to be healthy enough yeah to live that long yeah yeah I guess that's one of the things that, like, for me, I mean, my mum's, I, I don't know if you feel the same way, because I didn't realise that both of your parents had passed, but, like, um, because one of my parents has passed, and because my other parent is um, also, like, got an illness, yeah. like, um, 
I don't want to be an old mum. Like, I want to have kids quite young yeah. because I don't ever want my child to ever go through the same things at such a young age. Yeah. Like, the normal time to, like, deal with this grief as, as a child or whatever to, to a parent, it's like, in your 30s, like, yeah. you know, like, plus. Honestly, you know? yeah. Like, dealing with it at 16. So, like, because my parents had me when they were, like, in their 40s. So, okay. it's just, like, well, my mum was a week before she was turning, like, 14 and my dad was, like, 43. Okay. Um, and yeah like he um it's just really put me off being an old parent. I get you yeah because I guess the younger you have your kids the more I guess kind of the more time they have with you and then yeah. they don't have to like deal with this at such a young age yeah. I think that's why it's so hard because yeah like if you lose your parent in your 30s it's so hard anyway because it's yeah. always hard regardless but then when you lose your parent like under 30 it's the worst you don't know yourself like yeah I mean I'm in therapy now and like um I literally just go because I know it's like it it literally grounds me it yeah. makes me really connected to who I am as a person and it just like like grounds me like yeah. it helps me um so yeah like but I was having this conversation with my therapist the other day where I was just like I just never thought in this life I would be where I am at 23 like the in level, what way? Like the level of self love that I have, the level of that is amazing. Yeah, the level of self love, the level of self understanding, the level of self acceptance that I have, yeah, isn't normal for a normal twenty three to have. Yeah, like, twenty three year old to have. I guess because you, the trauma, the trauma that you had at such a young yeah. age forced you to literally, yeah, like reinvent yourself yeah. almost. Yeah. Like you yeah. literally went a period of like, I hate life, I hate this, yeah. I'm just gonna drink and just yeah. throw it all away yeah. to then actually I'm gonna choose to reinvent my life and restart and now this is where I am. Yeah. I love my life. And that's so yeah. good because that's yeah. so hard to even like to have, really. Yeah. Like when I think about like my timeline, like yeah, sixteen to nineteen was definitely survival mode. Nineteen to like now is like healing. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like it's been like since I've ever been sober like honestly sobriety was like my biggest savior and it's like my biggest like that's probably like my proudest achievement yeah, as well like so good. um yeah but like like I don't think I ever would probably be sober like I just think like I would never be like this self-aware if I didn't have grief as well like I just wouldn't I'd be a completely different person yeah okay. I'd probably be like a little spoiled girl because my dad spoiled me yeah so, like do you know what I mean? Like I would literally have a different outlook on life. I wouldn't lead with the same love and lead lead with the same like that's, Yeah, that's life. so true. If, if my dad wasn't yeah. like, if my dad didn't pass when he passed. I like, get you. Know you. I mean? Yeah. Like, the things that you go through teach you a lot of things. I think that's one thing I love about the way I grew up. I used to hate it because I grew up with my brothers and my dad and my mum was already in the UK. She came when I was like two years old. Yeah. And like I used to always think, like, why do I not just have a normal family where we all, oh, my mum is there, my dad is there and everything. Mm-hmm. But actually now I'm deep in it. The things I went through when I was so young mm-hmm. have, like, enabled me to deal with the things that I'm going through now. Yeah. Like, even when my mum passed away, I was like, why am I the only one dealing with this? Like, I solution saw everything, like yeah. the coffin, like yeah. the repatriation to to go to Zimbabwe. And I was like, like, why do I have to do this? But now looking back to my life, I never, I was never like that kid that was like so spoiled to rely on like my mum for money or rely mm-hmm. on my mum for everything or like my dad. But I guess that's because I never got to live with both of them the same house. Like I've never lived with my dad and my mum like together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think like after like looking back, all those experiences taught me to be so strong enough yeah. to be able to actually bury my own mum yeah. and bury my own dad and be there through the whole process of like, okay, so what coffin do you even want? Like, 
my phone is so filled with like all the yeah. different coloured yeah. coffins and stuff. And I think if I didn't go through all those things I went through when I was young, I don't think I could have done it. Like, yeah. I genuinely think I probably would have killed myself yeah. by now. Like, I yeah. genuinely think, like... Yeah, I generally do think, though, like, we have to, like, our lives are already planned. Like, we're put, we're on a path. And, That's like, so true. Like, I generally do think everything's in alignment. Like, mm. I like even now with my career, like, I'm, like, you know, I can't believe what I've achieved. But then, like, because I've achieved that so quickly, I'm like, okay, well, now why haven't I got X, Y, Z? And it's just like, no, really, like, everything's going to work in perfect alignment. Even, like, the person that I want to be with, like, I'm like, it's all going to be in perfect alignment. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's so hard to, like, live in, though. Like, mm -hmm. just understanding that things are going to happen. It just might not be right now, but trust me, like, everything is going to work accordingly. But it's so hard to, like, convince yourself of that. Personally, I find it very hard because I'm like, well, is it really going to work out? Because I thought it was going to work out. I thought Mm -hmm. I was going to graduate and my mum will be there. Mm -hmm. I thought I was going to make loads of money and be treating my mum to like, go Paris and like all these things. So sometimes I'm like, well, like, is it really gonna work out? Like, yeah. is it? Am I really gonna even yeah. get married? Like, all these things just start to like yeah. flood but my I brain. Do feel like eventually it will start to make sense. Like, okay. Um, when though? Yeah, well, I guess once you've like started your healing process, and okay. like, I guess you even doing this podcast is part of your healing process. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like, true. Um because you're communicating your needs yeah and you're that's having so true. yeah like I didn't have that at all when like I was going through it because one I had no I had no one like I still only have one best friend who also is going through something like who's also had to deal Grieving. with my grief yeah but that's only been in the past like year okay so, so before, that, before that you were literally I just by yourself yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and I think that's what's so hard about it because as much as people can help they can't yeah and it's so frustrating because it's like yeah you you want to help me but actually you can't help me because what I want to hear is Dion oh, I was all a joke your mom is literally alive like she's literally next door but you can you're never going to tell me that and the reality is they're never coming back so like as much as you want to help there's actually nothing you can help yeah. me with it's just like sometimes just having the space to actually talk about them yeah because I feel like sometimes a lot of people don't want to talk about it because they're like oh we did, I didn't want to bring it up but yeah it's just like yeah, but like, because we've we've been very lucky to have good relationships with our parents and stuff. Yeah. I actually want to talk about him. I actually want you yeah, to same. know who he was at yeah. the I want you to know, like, I am the reason why I'm so confident and bubbly was because that was also him. I yeah. got that from him. That's like, so you know true. I mean? Yeah. Like, um, I even had that conversation with Henrietta, like on his last birthday or whatever. I said, yeah. like, I don't think you actually realize how grateful I am to have like a best friend who actually knew him yeah kind of thing whereas all of my other be- like best they don't friends, they, they don't, don't know, know yeah kind of thing because they've been like you know in the past like six seven years yeah. whereas Henriette is the only person like, that actually knew with, him like, yeah actually knew him and like can understand his character and be like no he's actually proud of you because my friends can say he's proud of you but you won't take that in because they don't they don't even know yeah. him yeah like but I'm like I tr- like I want them to know him through me yeah you know what I mean that's like, so true um, yeah yeah and I guess like um like the put I put on my a post that I put for like graduation that like I put on my story was just like it's okay if you want to br- like to bring up yeah the person that of like who has passed because yeah. actually that would bring me more peace that's so true for someone to actually go you know he's actually like he's here with you yeah actually, like, he's really proud yeah. of me because like he, that then brings him into my world yeah. rather than me just thinking about him like that it means him, yeah like, people around yeah, you like, also thinking about I think that's the thing like I guess people don't know, yeah, but you shouldn't, because think about what I'm going through on a daily basis, like, I would rather you ask me and be like, Dion, like, 
you know, or not even ask, just say something. Like, oh, I remember when your mom used to do this. I remember, like, when you used to say your dad did this. Like, yeah. you even saying that, like, it reminds me that, oh, okay, like, I'm not the only one grieving here. Yeah, like, I'm not yeah. the only one grieving yeah, my parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, everyone else around me is also yeah. grieving them. Yeah. But when people don't say a word, it's like, oh, it's just me. Like, yeah. I'm the only yeah. one grieving. Like, yeah, yeah, this is just my journey. And it makes it even harder. Yeah. Like, even and though some days I'm like, I don't really want to talk, like, about, it. talk about, yeah. about it. Yeah. Like, you know, for example, me going to Coldplay, like, I actively chose to go by yeah. myself. But, you know, my friends then afterwards were like, how did it feel? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And that was such an amazing moment yeah. for me because, like, and I, I knew think how much it meant to me. That's so true. Yeah. I think that's the thing, like, I was even saying to Hen, like, when, like, a grieving person, yes, we want help. But there will be days that your help probably won't even help me yeah. because, like, that day is just a horrible day and that day I don't even know what I need. Yeah. And I think everyone out there that's trying to help someone that's grieving that they, sh- that sh- they should just it's bear that in mind it will change yeah, every day change like day. maybe I'll say like you I don't know you asking me about them really helps but maybe that day I just really don't even want to hear it yeah, I just really yeah. want to fake it till I make it yeah. and just go to work and just pretend that it's not even happening yeah and I think that's what's hard about the people around you as well yeah. as much as you want them to help you how can they help yeah. you it's just so the hard thing for me is like um like in this life anyway I think in society especially in the UK at the moment I think with our government and stuff like we're kind of being taught to live in survival mode yeah and like that's not how we're meant to live like we're meant to actually live and love our lives kind of thing um that's so true and like grief I think you just automatically go into survival mode so it's like you need to get out of that survival mode to actually fall back in love with your life kind of thing yeah and I think you also then need to actually accept and understand that hey I actually in order to survive I had to go into survival mode like you know this summer in order to make money I had to go into survival mode like I literally every day after like the day that my granddad died the next day I had to go and film like the day the day of his funeral the next day I had to go film a whole film oh wow like do you know what I mean yeah and how was that because like that's not the reality of your life yeah survival mode like there was literally like I couldn't think about it it was just survival yeah it was just you just need to get through you just have to do this because if you don't get through this you're you're not going to create a body of work that you're proud of yeah like this isn't going to help your career that's so true I think that's what's hard about grief again because it's like yeah you're going through this horrible thing but life moves on everyone else moves on work still moves you still need to get paid for you to pay rent for where you live like everything is going like Everything's going literally 100 miles yeah. per hour, but a part of your life has stopped yeah. and it's dead. Yeah. 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 It's, it's horrible. But, like, but then you need to like congratulate yourself that you kept going. Like, do you yeah, know, you need, to show, you need to show yeah. love to yourself that, like, okay, like, you know. Yeah. Like, I think that's something I need to get better like, at. Yeah. yeah. You got through it and, like, okay, if the only way that you were to survive was survival mode, yeah. then at least you did that. Like, that's you didn't true. give up. Yeah. Kind of yeah. And even if you do feel like giving up, that's also okay. Like that's so true. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? so it's just like um understanding like you have to understand yourself and you have to forgive yourself. Yeah. Like it really like that was the main thing for me actually. Like when I was going through therapy the first time, um the main thing that came up was my anger. Okay. It was my anger at myself, at my naivety, at the world, like, why did you do this? Why did you do this yeah. to me? Like why did you do this to my dad like all of that stuff like I really had to learn to forgive myself and communicate that anger as well and like um you know like 
Whereas now, I, I feel like anyway, anger doesn't really sit well in my body. I find anger really hard to like let go of. Like yeah. I feel like I hold it rather than like okay. outrage it or like. I yeah, I think that's like, like me. Yeah. I don't really show that I'm angry. Yeah. I just kind of yeah. sit with it in my yeah. room. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas I think you actually really need to like get out those emotions. Like, that's true. Um, and I think that's why my first therapist did actually really work well with me because like we did quite a lot of stuff around like my anger technique and like all of that stuff whereas like yeah like now I don't really I don't feel angry at the world because I'm not in survival mode anymore because I feel like I've I've healed from that yeah. um that's so good I'm not in like I'm a victim at that point yeah kind of thing, cause it's like realizing like this is just part of my journey this is part of my story but this is me seven years on Do yeah you know that's I mean? so like, true and like even like how I dealt with my granddad's death this year has made me really go wow you've really put in a lot of work Ellie yeah because like obviously it hurts and like there are days like where I would just burst into tears again yeah. and be like why am I crying yeah. and then my mum that's to, normal yeah you have just lost your granddad yeah you know what I mean? yeah and even if I burst into tears like doing this interview it's just like yeah a lot of things have been brought yeah up. You know yeah I mean? and that's normal yeah like you yeah. said some days you're able to have like survival mode and, yeah. and some days you just can't like you just yeah. literally want to cry yeah. and that's normal like I have literally no plans to go to do anything after this because I'm just like you're probably just gonna need time yeah. to yourself. Yeah. Like Yeah. That's so you know true. I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna put pressure on myself yeah. to be like, Ooh, like yeah. let's go, let's go And I think that's one life. thing I really wanna get better at because I feel like from when I lost my mum, I'm always trying to put a brave face on. Yeah. I'm always trying to be like, Okay, let's let's get it. Like yeah. let's go out everyone, like let's get lit. Yeah. But the real reality is I'm hurting inside. Like, yeah. I'm literally dead like, inside. That's I have to be so and, because otherwise I'm And that's brave. so true, yeah. yeah, because it means I'm working like so much harder to be fake and be laughing yeah, yeah, and smiling yeah. when deep down that is the like that's so far from the yeah, reality yeah, of yeah. actually what I'm feeling yeah. so I want to get better at that and yeah. you're actually inspiring me yeah I would love everyone in this world to become sober just because mm. it's like we actually don't need substances that's so true like there's it's so good that you can go out now and you don't even need a drink nothing more beautiful to me in life then like I'm feeling this emotion mm. with all my own true love, true energy, yeah. true vibration, like That's all so that true. stuff. Yeah. Like, and you can actually feel everything. Like, like when you even got to a concert, you were really euphoria. there. Yeah, when I was at Coldplay, I was yeah. present. Yeah. Like when you feel that euphoria, it's amazing. There's nothing yeah. like it. Because if you went to Coldplay and you were so drunk, who knows? You might yeah. have not even had that experience with your dad. Do you know what I mean? You wouldn't like, have even I been in that. I to myself, like, I don't think I'll ever actually go to another Coldplay gig, like, because I'd never want to, like, yeah. repaint that memory. Yeah, or maybe you. the only way that I would ever go again is literally if I was with the love of my life and they yeah. were like, Ellie, I've got these tickets for you as a surprise. Yeah, like, let's you know, go, like, yeah. That would literally be the only time that I'd be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, I get like, you. Um, yeah, and maybe I guess I would be like, oh, I really want you to come with me because it's like a connection to my dad. So yeah, I want you to like, meet my dad. Through, I'm so scared of that, you know? you know, like yeah. meeting this person and having to teach them all these things about yeah. me. Yeah, that yeah, and like, like, they're gonna have to learn like, a lot. I've never had an adult relationship yeah. like properly, like yes, I am. Like, <laughs> so, yeah. and I definitely do think because of like my like obviously I had a really good relationship with my dad, but I think it's allowed me to take more BS from men. Yeah, same. Because I'm just like I just want a relationship yeah, with a man. So and, desperate for it. And I just want like some like love and care yeah. to be looked after. And like I think that's another thing, like, because you've had to be so strong and independent, 
that you want to just be looked after. Yeah. But then at, in because you just fall into like the wrong man, you then aren't being looked after. You're probably looking after the. You're yeah. After yeah. Him. And it's draining you. Yeah, it's it's draining taking a lot yeah, out of yeah, you. Yeah. yeah. It's so true. Yeah. But like. I, I relate so much to that because that's something that I've like literally been feeling from when I lost my mum. I was like, I just want to be careful. I just yeah, want that yeah, guy that yeah, will come yeah. in and just literally take care of me. Yeah. Like as much as, yeah, she's independent, she's strong. Yeah. The reality but is I, I really want someone to actually as a cushion me. Yeah, I don't know what the word I, is. Like, I've had to be ridiculously strong. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I love being soft and yeah. embracing my feminine energy rather than my really masculine yeah. survival yeah. energy and blah, 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 blah. So I think for a really long time, I mean, I'm only really starting to come into this, like, I'm bringing out my own softness. I don't need a man to bring up, like, to validate my softness. Yeah. Like, I'm really, like, trying to validate that from within and from myself. Like, yeah. But um, I That's think so when, you, when you are having to be so strong all the time. Yeah. Like, it's draining. It's so yeah it's draining and like so when something else happens to you you're just like 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 yeah I don't want to be strong like yeah. I just want to like be soft and yeah float through life yeah. and just be at ease yeah and I think yeah. people don't realize that they're like oh she's so strong yeah. like yeah, go her say, like, when people are like she's but, so strong I'm like I no I don't even want to hear that I don't want to be strong do you think I'm choosing to say please pick me to be the strongest person I don't want to be strong like ideally yeah. I want to be the most softest just yeah literally not strong just yeah. there person yeah. because ideally yeah. that's the life I want to live yeah. like I don't want to have to carry myself and be strong and survival mode yeah be strong all yeah time. like I think strength and vulnerability are amazing and like I think vulnerability is the biggest strength yeah but like actually like dragging yourself through life yeah I don't actually want to do that like yeah. I want to float through life yeah do you know Same. what I mean yeah like, I get you but because of grief you've had to literally drag yourself through life yeah so like now I'm like no I'm like literally at the moment when people are, like my analogy in life at the moment is I want to be a leaf yeah honestly yeah like yeah that's so like, true dragging myself yeah weight yeah kind of that's true because um, with grief like you, yeah like you said you're literally dragging yourself yeah. like ideally you probably want your life to stop when you're like, for example for me wanted to stop when my mum stopped mm-hmm. and then stop my life there too so I, I don't have to yeah. feel this pain every single day so it's almost like every day I'm like yep Dion get up you got work mm-hmm. Dion get up you've got a friend that needs you there Dion get up you need to still be smiley Dion mm-hmm. get up and do this but that the reality is ideally like yeah I just want to be having fun floating yeah. just having like a normal normal life it just doesn't feel normal anymore that actually comes with like you know when people like hanging's the biggest healer like I don't think that is true Mm. but I do think like like I really like this quote where it's like you grow around your grief Mm. like your grief doesn't get any smaller it's just like you learn to cope with it that's true so like I'm very like communicative to my friends and stuff like that or like if I'm dating at the time like by the way September October uh, I'm normally pretty bad yeah because it's like and that's so good that you're so self-aware yeah in September and then his birthday is literally a week later in October yeah so I'm literally like by the way September October I can be a bit weird like yeah oh I've started to clock oh actually Ellie you're really like clingy and needy yeah and then normally that's when I've actually started dating someone yeah because I'm like oh a man yeah oh my god yeah that's so true understanding your patterns and like um communicating them like do you know what I mean yeah understanding them um that's so true what would you say has been the bit like the worst part of grief for you 
Um, I guess there's so many, but like, what is the like? This was so mad for me. Like, I think the, the thing that was the saddest part was actually like because my dad would never want to know that is like me becoming suicidal. Okay. After. Yeah. You know, um, because he would never like want you to be. Yeah. He would never yeah. Want you to live in that. Like, yeah. Life did you think that when you were suicidal? Did you tell yourself that? Like, I didn't think about him. At yeah. All. Okay. Like, as in, like, as in, like. He all wouldn't I want thought, me all, to. Yeah, all I thought about at the time was like, oh, I'd finally be reunited with him. Oh my God, yeah. That's literally like, what that I think, yeah. Thought, yeah. I'd finally be reunited with him. Okay, so what, what, like, what did you tell yourself? Like, how did you go from suicidal to, no, life is actually worth living even though my and dad I, isn't here? Honestly, like, that, that really strong three months of therapy okay. and being sober made me go, actually... Because, okay. yeah and like being substance free made me really go like there's so much beauty in life yeah do you know what I mean that's like, so good yeah like just you're just switching my outlook has really helped yeah like, you know like I think this just shows that like sometimes you need to make drastic decisions yeah. in your life for you to yeah. really turn around because yeah. if you didn't say like no drinking if I just went to therapy I don't think it would be as yeah successful. I get you but because I went to therapy and I became sober yeah I had nothing else but to accept these emotions mm-hmm. and understand them that's so I, true I couldn't escape them there wasn't like oh it's Friday I'm gonna have a drink so I'm gonna escape yeah I'm gonna like drink alcohol and just like live my life like, that's there, so there, was, true. No, there was none of that yeah it was like okay Ellie you're actually feeling really low today that's fine yeah. sit with it play like yeah like sit with it feel it yeah. it's gonna pass that's rather, so true. Rather yeah. Than, should we have a drink? Yeah, let's have a drink. Let's escape. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, that's so like, true. Honestly, 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 don't think like sobriety spoken about enough in, yeah. in terms of like the journey of like healing. Yeah, um, it's so true. And that's, I guess, because our capitalist society lives off alcohol. Alcohol, like, yeah, going out and, and, and yeah. Going out, yeah. Like, but I can still go out now and, and have fun in my life without like, having a drink. And that's and, so and, good. And I actually feel like. I love my life. Yeah. But the thing is, what well, is so hard, I do find quite difficult when I'm talking about this stuff now because I am like super positive, super like hippy dippy, like love life, like all of that stuff. Like, if like 16 or 17, 18, 19 year old me heard that, I'd be like, shut up. Yeah. Like, how can you view like life like that? Like, you haven't been dealt the cards that I have. Yeah. But I guess it's like coming out of that survival mode, coming out of that victim mode, and then actually going like, okay, like, yeah. These are the cards I've been dealt, but this doesn't have to define me. This yeah. doesn't mean that my end life's here and like that. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, I think once you get out of that survival mode, like life can really become beautiful. Yeah. I think that's, so true. that's the thing. Like, yeah, you have to really allow yourself to heal and to and, like, feel and the emotions. It and it. Yeah. Like, literally process what you've been through was crazy. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, when I tell people, like, like yeah. I lost my dad in three weeks. In three weeks, yeah, that is crazy. Sudden, yeah. Like do you know, in yeah. days, yeah. Like, that's like that's mad. That's like that's two years crazy. Right do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's it's crazy. So crazy. Like, yeah. and, like the fact that someone can deteriorate that quickly. Yeah. And, like, and know, just like, stop. Life is busy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, like life is busy, especially when you're at school or you're working or yeah. whatnot. Like, um, I think like yeah, what you suppose. That's yeah. the thing. Like, and that's the hard there's part. A, there's a, there's a, um, I did, when I did my show 16, um, by accident, there was like background noise and, and stuff like that in it um, from the venue. Yeah. And I said, like, this is an analogy because, like, life doesn't pause when, when something like this happens. You just have to keep going and, like, yeah. 
you know and all of that stuff and it's just like there's so much information yeah. going on because every day is overwhelming yeah anyway. like that's so true when you're living in london the hustle is the hustle yeah like, do you know what i mean and like, i think that's what's hard about grief because you can't, you, like, it doesn't stop life you can, still, even after they die right you're gonna have to make all these decisions yeah. like are they getting buried here are they yeah, getting buried yeah, in zimbabwe yeah. the coffin what color is yeah. it like what what stuff do they even and, like and do they want like, to get buried here like yeah. you're making all these mad crazy decisions yeah but you haven't actually dealt with the fact that this person's actually gone. Like, yeah. I've, like this is mad. Like, and I think in our society now, mm. in our Western society, we just are like, oh, that person's passed away. Oh, how's that? Yeah. Like, oh, they're gonna take a few days off all that. Like, yeah. but like, uh, sis, like, oh, I want to quit my job right now. Yeah. Or I want to like leave my. I yeah. wanted to leave Brit School, the school that I worked wow. so hard to get into. Yeah. I wanted to leave because I was just so angry. Yeah. And I just didn't want to turn up any day. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? that's like, so true. Yeah, ideally you'd stop everything. Yeah, ideally if I could, I'll stop work. Yeah, I'll just deal with my grief. I said I'll yeah. literally just sit there every day, just have food coming in yeah, and out, yeah. and just really deal with my yeah. emotions. But it's so hard because, like you said, life carries on. Like yeah. I could be at work yeah. and something could trigger me. Yeah, but unfortunately, Dion, yeah. life carries on. You still have to do the spreadsheet. Like, yeah, like I don't know. I've never really had like senses, but even like you know when you're dealing with like because I think grief as well. We only look at it as it with death. But there's grief in everything. Yeah, there's grief that's true. in literally like, you know, when you break up with someone. Yeah. There's grief when you finish your degree. Yeah. Course. There's grief when you, when you like, move a house. Yeah. Like yeah. there's grief. Like I think we literally only talk about grief in terms of death, and I've really started to understand that. Like there's grief in many different yeah. forms and stuff like that. But um, that's that's the same with me because even with my therapist, she was like. You, what you don't realize doing is you're grieving so many things at once yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, grieving yeah, your yeah. mom but you're also grieving the the house you lived with your mom that you got evacuated out literally like a month yeah, or two yeah. later like there's so many things that you're grieving you're grieving the fact that you don't even live where you used to live with your mom like mm-hmm. it's just so much yeah. yeah yeah i mean like i hardly go to where my dad lives because i'm just like yeah it's I, overwhelming yeah, yeah i can't like i literally yeah. when i even see the word like ellsbury i'm like for goodness sake mm-hmm. like i don't even want to hear anything about it because yeah. It's just so overwhelming. Yeah. But part of me is like, I want to go just to yeah. like, that was part of me. You yeah. know, that's that's where my yeah, mum like, lived her whole life. Yeah. So I'd want to be around there and see like where she used to walk about and see, but it's just too much yeah. to handle. Yeah. And like, yeah, that is definitely one of the things like, it can be triggered at any yeah. point. Like, I th- yeah, I remember one time I was on the train and like, like Coldplay like came on and I was just like, not today. And I just like burst into tears. Oh like, no, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know it can happen at any moment because even me there was one time I went to like a work event in Manchester yeah. and on my way back I saw this lady she looked like my mom yeah I've had that with sometimes honestly like, someone who looks like my dad and I'm like what like, I'm and the like, funny yeah. thing is she was sat on like on my right but like opposite so I could literally see her every second she was on the train the whole way through and I sat there I wanted to cry but if I cry everyone's gonna be asking or everyone's gonna be looking at me and I just don't want that whole fuffle but I was like, that's my mom. Honestly, yeah. this is her. She's yeah, right here. She wasn't. But I was like, this is her. Yeah. I can see her. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think there is beauty in that as well. Like, because I remember that happened to me when I saw my, um, not saw my dad, but saw what I looked like yeah. my dad in Greece. I was on holiday and I was actually like, in Corfu, like, bit. Like, <laughs> but I was just like, what the Yeah. Like, what yeah, I was going to, yeah. yeah. That, they, you like you said, yeah. It's like, I really yeah, wanted to, yeah, you literally want to go, this is Ellie, the whole journey, I was like, should I say something, Sarah? Yeah. Should I just go and be like, basically, this is the situation, but can I just hug you? And I think it's normal because I saw this guy, he's quite, um, I think he's like an influencer or like quite popular on Instagram. 
but he's also he talks about grief. Yeah. And he was like how um he saw this lady, mm-hmm. she um looked like his mum, and he went up to her and was like he was I think she was about to buy coffee. He was like, do you mind if I just pay for your coffee? And that just gave him this like. I pretty much bought my mama coffee. So I think there's yeah. actually beauty in that yeah. to actually like act on it and be like, yeah. but I just find it weird. I was yeah. like, what if she's like, what's this girl doing? Yeah, like, yeah, calm yeah, down. Yeah, like, yeah. who yeah, are like, you to even do that? being really anxious when that happened. Yeah. Like, it really triggered me. And yeah. I feel really anxious. Yeah, like, same. I was like, oh, what's going on? on? Like, excuse me, I'm meant to be in the sun. <laughs> yeah, I'm meant to be having the time of my life. Yeah, Grief, yeah, why yeah, are you yeah, following yeah. me everywhere? Yeah. That's literally what I feel now. Like, everywhere I go, something will remind me but of grief you, you will honestly get out of that because like i actually like don't like not in a rude way like obviously like there used to be point when i was you know in my survival mode yeah. i think about my dad every single day like yeah. i was like c- consumed by it yeah whereas now like i don't actually think about him actively every day like he's still a part of my life like that's why he's like my my yeah. wallpaper. yeah but i don't actually then go my dad, my dad, my dad. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Okay, or that's like, good. What, that's like, good to know that I'll get there. Like, yeah, like, you will. And, like, you know, like, you you wouldn't have that with your mum if she was here. Yeah, do you know what I mean? that's so true. Yeah, 24-7, that's so true. Yeah, I'm not just thinking about it. Yeah, I don't love that's that. true. I think that really took me a long time. Yeah. Like, I felt like I had to think about my dad. Yeah. Like, I really felt like I had to, like, think about him every day. Yeah. Because he, otherwise it meant I didn't love him. No, I, I love him, but, like, just like if he was here, that's I would so true. Yeah, the time either because that's not healthy. Yeah. Um. Just before we yeah. come to the yeah, end, yeah, sorry, but we've just been like, <laughs> yeah, no, we've just been going for it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think this actually helps me. You know, like yeah. when I talk to people about it, that are going through it. I'm like, yeah. okay, like, yeah, I it gives me hope like, as well that it's gonna be yeah. okay. Like, if Ellie can do it, then I, will. I think it's important to have. But like, I really noticed, like, um, I don't want to have that in my romantic relationships. Yeah. Because it might get toxic. Because it gets really toxic. Yeah. Because that happened with my ex. Okay. We lost our parents. Okay. And trauma bonded over. Okay. Over it. Like the start of our <laughs> this sounds like a familiar and situation. Yeah, and it was so toxic. It okay. Was really toxic. Yeah. Rather than it being like. A relationship. A it was just. Yeah, yeah. I can imagine. So I think that's another point of grief. That's so true. It's just so hard. You can't do anything right. Yeah. If you're grieving, I don't think then that you should like run to someone who's also in a similar yeah, position. Yeah. Okay. Enough. Yeah, yeah, true. Friendship, it's fine, friends. yeah. Because you're not always going to be like lovey dovey with them yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, your yeah. friends, that's true. It's like, yeah, my best friend, Naz, who um, has lost someone. Yeah. She, like, our friendship has gotten closer. And we'll yeah. both say that our friendship has yeah. gotten closer since. And it makes sense, yeah. Because we, you get each other a lot more, family, yeah. Like, and like, even now, I'm going to be like, Dion, like, how yeah. are you? Like, do you know what I mean? How are you like, doing? Yeah, How's it going? Yeah. Um, and there's just like but, something different about someone that's grieving asking you how you are than yeah, someone that's yeah, not because yeah, someone yeah. that's not I'm like well I'm okay thanks yeah, you yeah, yeah. but someone that's grieving I'm like you know what you I'm going to tell you the load and you know how yeah, I feel yeah, so yeah. I'm just going to tell you because yeah, you yeah, already yeah, know anyway yeah, yeah. but yeah, like that, honestly that's another point that I wanted to make is like do not trauma bond yeah, with true. someone yeah. to like yeah. build a relationship because it's not going to end well yeah and, that's like, true it's like I think you know because we have had so much more, we do need someone that is secure. Yeah. Whereas, like, I don't. That is so true. You know, I'm not the most, like, I'm learning to be secure, but because of that, I have, like, an anxious attachment. Yeah. Rather than, like, a secure attachment. That's so true. Yeah. It's like you say that because I was actually talking to someone that had lost his dad yeah and yeah it just wasn't making sense yeah. to be honest but and now it makes sense it's good that you said that because yeah. now i'm like okay that makes sense that's yeah. why it didn't work out because 
like, I loved it because I was like, oh, yeah. yeah same with the star. I was like, yeah, I've got my own person now. Yeah, but. Yeah, I was like, actually, like, yeah. because he hadn't gone to therapy. Yes, that's literally like, the same as mine. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's different for men to go to therapy. Yeah. Like, they find it like, difficult. They find it more difficult, and hopefully, like you know, they'll start to understand. Like, there's no. It's fine. Yeah. Like, Honestly, I hope any guy that's listening yeah, now, that please, therapy. therapy is an amazing thing. It's I beautiful. Think, yeah, every time I pay my therapist, I'm literally ah, that's a present. Yeah, same. I'm like, think, even like, you, girl. Yeah. Like, that was me paying to like to heal. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Exactly. But, like, yeah. I just um, I kind of forget that people are going to listen to this, but I don't know. But yeah. Um, Just yeah. to end on it, I was gonna ask you, what are your pet peeves when it comes to grieving? Um, I think yeah, you've just gotta understand that every day is gonna be different. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you just gotta take your time. Okay. Um, understand things are gonna be triggered. Thing like some things are gonna like yeah, and just like don't also preempt it because sometimes I feel like I preempt like. Did you mean my preempt? Um, so like his birthday, like this year was the hardest year that I had to deal with like with my dad's birthday because I was like oh, I don't actually have my granddad whereas normally I'm actually okay like I'm just like I'm gonna communicate that like, yeah. today's a hard day yeah and like I obviously am a bit down but I actually try to really celebrate it whereas, yeah like, same year, I like, like to do that yeah whereas this year I actually was like I actually don't feel like I can celebrate it today because I'm just sad that my granddad's also not here and I don't yeah. have anyone to talk to yeah. that like that would also want to celebrate yeah. my birthday um so I don't know if that's a pet peeve, but it's just like you really like have to learn patience. Yeah. You really just have to learn that you deserve to heal that's and you so deserve true. to love your life yeah. because they would want you to. Yeah. And that's true. Um, you know, yeah, you've just got to understand that this group, like, it's a journey. It's a journey. Like, it's a long journey. journey. It's a long journey. And like, you know, some people are going to have their parents until they're like in their 50s and their yeah. 60s. That's so we true. We haven't got that situation, but it's just like, yeah. I generally do think the thing that has helped me is like, like he has taught me everything that he could physically in yeah. that time and now he will continue to guide and love me and protect me yeah and all of that stuff and yeah I think you've just got to take this grief as a positive rather than as a negative mm-hmm. I think at the moment like grief is really in a negative connotation in yeah. society rather than like there are positives to it as yeah well. like, true and it happens yeah. it's actually a normal thing yeah, I think that's what I find bizarre about it it happens like, to it, so it, many yeah, people like, like you said it comes up in so many different things. yeah a friendship ending to a boyfriend yeah. or to a moving house yeah. or to leaving university yeah like, there's so it, many it comes up in so many things yeah. but it's because it's in this negative com- like and it's not talked about people yeah, are just not aware it's a taboo thing people don't want to talk about it so it just ends up still being this negative thing yeah than, like you know like at some point grief is also a celebration yeah like a celebration of their life and like a celebration of like yeah, but sometimes you can't feel like that. That's you. true, yeah, you can't, yeah. Um, but I guess it takes time, like you said, like, who knows, yeah, in a couple of months, years from now, I'll be feeling like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So. For seven years, whereas I don't think I would even have accepted to have done a podcast at, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, a year in. Yeah, I get you. Of, like, so, yeah. like, you have to really congratulate yourself, like, you're just, like, even doing this. Thank like, you. you know I mean? Yeah. Like, um, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. It's not easy, man. Grief is just so hard, like. Yeah, and I feel like with my parents, because there's two of them, honestly, yeah. I don't even yeah, know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, yeah. one day I'm like, I'm thinking about my mum. What about my dad? Yeah. But, like, it's just yeah. all a mess. And, like... But, like, I'm just, like, even with my mum, I'm, like, 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 God forbid, like, anything yeah. happens anytime soon because, I, like, oh, I don't want on. that. Yeah. I, I don't want to be a 23-year-old without both my yeah. parents. Because it's crazy. Yeah. There's so many... You still want so much guidance. Like, there's so yeah. many things I'm, like, 
I wish I could just call my mum and she told me this is how you're going to do it. This is yeah. the right way to do it. Yeah. Cut that guy off or like, this yeah. is the right job for you. That, that Those yeah. people are just annoying. Just, you know, yeah. and just that security of knowing that your parents are there. Like, yeah. it's so hard to not have that because on a normal day, if I was like having issues at work, I'm like, you know, I could just quit and go yeah. live with my mum. But now I don't have that. I don't have that yeah. flexibility of like also, F everything. Yeah. yeah. I think, sorry, I was just thinking about your pet peeve. Yeah. There's a time and a place to talk about grief. Yeah. Like I was actually out on my dad's birthday this year mm. and people were bringing it up when I was out and I was just like, why are you doing that? Yeah. It's like, you know, this isn't the time or the yeah, place. Yeah. That's so like, true. Yeah. Like, I guess that's the thing. Yeah. Like, why are you bringing it like, up now? Yeah. yeah. Like, this isn't an appropriate time. Yeah. To bring it up. Like you wouldn't then bring up like, an ex-boyfriend yeah. which is another yeah. type of grief yeah. like so why are you then being like are you okay like yeah. I'm clearly out like having fun like do you know what I mean yeah. like because then it's gonna make you yeah. feel like should I even be yeah. here like yeah should I even be celebrating right now if you're asking me like yeah, yeah. but I guess it's hard for them because they wouldn't know that yeah. that's triggering like, for you so I feel like for people who, who don't know like grief like just think how would I feel yeah Honestly, like, and I think that yeah. would like solve everything. everything. Put yeah. yourself in their position and think, okay, if I was Dion, she doesn't have both of her parents, and this was me. Yeah. What would I want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and what yeah. would I want to say? What would I want yeah. someone to tell me? What would I want someone to say? Yeah. And I'm sure you work it out. Yeah. Just yeah. like honestly, just lead with love and compassion. That's like my general like rule in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it me? I can't forget that people get this. <laughs> yeah, so, same. I, hope I was getting very comfortable in this conversation. Yeah, we've got our first audience today, have we? I just live the back out. Yeah, But anyway, thanks guys for listening to episode three. Hope you've enjoyed episode four even. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Ellie and thank you, thank Ellie, for you. coming thanks and for me. opening up. It's not easy to talk yeah, about grief, but I thank you for. Like the start was like, was actually, yeah, same to be. I was even thinking, can I do this? But yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think, you know, it's honestly, I think in this life, like everything's in alignment and it's all like meant to happen when it's meant to happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much. And thank you for coming. Everyone who's dealing with grief, like, understands and gets through it. And yeah, nice to love again. That's true. Yeah. yeah. And we're here, everyone. If you ever yeah, want to talk yeah, to someone that literally is going through the same thing, honestly, I want to hear it all. Yeah. I want to say what I want to say yeah, to like, you. So, like, there's a few vice versa. That, like, who I'm friends with, or like, I just like follow on social media and like, who I know have lost someone. And like, I'll actively check in on them. Or, yeah, like, same. Day, yeah. Because I'm just like, you know exactly yeah, what they're going yeah, through. Yeah. yeah. It's like a nice session to be like, yeah. hey, how are you? Yeah. That would be. That's so like, true. Like, yeah. Like, That's true. Like, even if you, like, you know, you're not, if you haven't grieved someone, but if you're a friend, just honestly send those messages yeah honestly it means it a lot makes, it makes a big big difference. difference yeah yeah even though we might not act like it yeah. trust me it does just even a love heart yeah do you know what i mean yeah i'm just like i'm thinking of you yeah yeah yeah. yeah honestly yeah. but yeah it's such a big difference yeah. thanks everyone Thank i will you. see you on the next episode Bye. Bye.